The Birth Circle podcast features experts in all the nuanced areas of pregnancy, birth, and postpartum with the aim of helping women make the choices that will keep them safe, healthy, and empowered. We respect all birth choices and believe in supporting informed consent and evidence-based practices. Nothing said on this podcast should be taken as medical advice. You should always seek the advice of a competent professional for your care. Welcome to the Birth Circle podcast. This is Sarah with Birth Circle, and today I'm joined by Sarah Brooks and Danka Oriana, and they are from Big City Kiddos and Bud to Blossom. They are postpartum doulas, and we've talked a lot about postpartum care on this podcast. I'm very, very passionate about women's postpartum care, but uh, Danka and Sierra are going to go into some details about some different types of postpartum de- uh, doulas, specifically what you could hire. It's it's kind of like, I'm going to make a really stupid analogy, but it's kind of like um, you could go, you can go get a hamburger or you could get a hamburger with all the deluxe toppings or all of the bacon Perfect. cheeseburger, whatever. So th- they're going to talk about all of the different ways you can be a postpartum doula. And it's all the different ways you can be helped by a yes, postpartum exactly. doula. Their postpartum doulas is it's a very general term. And um, most people don't break it down the way that I do, but I just started doing it this way just to make it more relatable mm-hmm. to um, to the people who might need our help. So I think that's what you're talking about. Yeah. The, yeah. the ways of being a postpartum doula. Yeah. There's- Typically, we like to break it down to what the family needs. Uh-huh. Um, so that means like specifically the, every single need exactly, of the family. Exactly. need. Whether they have a toddler in the family or they have dogs or they have family that lives with them that Mm -hmm. is older, we really want to cater to that demographic um, because that's that's the best way that we can help them out. Yeah. Okay, so how did you get passionate about postpartum care? Well, me in particular, um, I uh, had a baby, and I was working in corporate New York, and my boss said, please leave please leave. You're done. I don't want you. You're not going to be. I think that's illegal, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Most likely. But he said, please leave. You won't be relevant to me anymore. And you'll be leaving as soon as your children get sick and what have you. And I thought, hmm, this is not right. Mm -mm. We have to help families. We have to help mothers and partners who are struggling in that way. Mm-hmm. Like somebody has to be able to come into the home and help them do basic everyday chores, right? That people are not available to do. Yeah. And once I started doing it, I just I just went, man, this is the coolest job ever. Yeah. <laughs> like how, this is the best. And how long have you been doing it? I've been doing it for almost 10 years. Um, and when I moved here from New York to Salt Lake, I met Sierra on my third day here, and I reached out to her before I moved out here. And when we met, we just went like, we got to do this together. That's so cool. Yeah. And how about you, Sierra? How did you get into this? Well, I started a, quite a long time ago, about 20 years ago, and I started out thinking I wanted to be a midwife. And so I was in a midwifery school, and I did it for a few months, but it was I was in my early 20s, and... um 
And I, we were required to take a uh, birth doula course. And mm. so I did that. And then I just fell in love with the role of a doula mm-hmm. um, as a support person, emotional, physical, informational. And um, the person who trained me, she actually um, knew that I had moved to a nearby town that was up in the mountains and didn't have a whole lot of um, people who do doula work up there. And she had her own uh, postpartum doula agency at the mm-hmm. time. And so she hired me to be the representative for Park City, Utah. Nice. And so immediately I started working with twins postpartum. And uh, I just fell in Love, love it. it, yeah. And not only working with the multiples, but um, helping helping the new families navigate all the things you navigate when you're first home with the newborn baby, uh, feeding and sleeping. And the mother was a lawyer and the father was a scientist. And eventually they were going to go back to work. So preparing them to be able to do that. And it just grew and grew and grew from there. Very cool. Awesome. Okay, so let's jump into, they sent me, before we recorded, they sent me this really awesome list of all the different types of specialized doulas. Like so, services. Services. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, I sunrise doula. What is a sunrise doula? A sunrise doula is a wonderful postpartum doula support person who arrives at your home at the wee hours of the morning, 5 or 6 a.m., You've probably been up all night with your very non-sleepy newborn baby, and you may be very, very sleepy, but your newborn is not sleepy. So a postpartum doula, will, a sunrise doula will come in and take the baby for you after you fed the baby and got them all ready, then we will burp them and, and um, change them and get them back to bed. But you get to go back to bed and you get to sleep until you're ready to get up. And while and that you're is so special, yeah, mm-hmm. it's so needed. Too. Yeah, like mental just, health. We show up. Absolutely, you hand mm-hmm. the baby over to us. You get to go rest. Now, I want to just play devil's advocate here for a minute. What's the difference between what what you just described and a good babysitter? Oh, there's a big difference. I was I was about to also <laughs> oh, say, there we go. <laughs> while so you're many. while so you're sleeping, and uh, you we will. Put that baby on us if we need to in a baby carrier, and we will start your laundry. We will get breakfast going for you. We will see if there's other meals that we can get ready for you for the day and snacks and things that make it real easy for you to just go to the fridge, get get your snack, and go. Maybe we have a warm drink ready for you when you wake up. Um, but mainly, you know, we are we're not only trained in how to care for postpartum mother and families. We we are trained in experts and trained in newborn care also. Mm-hmm. So we can help. It, it feels really comfortable knowing that you're the person who's with your baby while you're resting or showering or having some mental health time, um, some you time actually is even a better term, yep. um, that there's a trained professional taking yep. care of your baby. There's a big difference between having your sweet cousin who you love watching, watching your baby. Mm-hmm as opposed to a trained professional. Yeah. You know, like somebody who is 17 years old and maybe they, they've they taken care of a lot of little babies and little ones. Yeah. That's wonderful. But there's a difference between do I see like something's happened, 
you know, something's happened to the baby or the baby's showing yeah. me signs of something. You really want a professional being yeah. in charge of that. Also, on, on the other hand of the 17-year-old, um, we have some really well-meaning family members and friends, too, who want to come and help uh, with a newborn baby. But um, the difference between um, a family member or a friend and a postpartum doula is that we are going to support the parents' parenting style. Mm-hmm. And we are going to help them and support them and help give them confidence in what they're already doing. We're not going to counteract the things that they want to do. Like that's what can often happen, especially with family members. That's so true. Is that they'll The postpartum doula is not going to judge your parenting. We are not (laughs) going to support it. We are not there to judge. We're going to do what you want us to do. You tell us what to do and we will do that thing because- that is it's a our, profession, not a volunteer service. Yeah, and yeah. we're we're not there to tell you how to do it. Our our like what we're supposed to do is to model the behavior. Uh-huh. If you like that behavior, you can go ahead and model it to your baby as well. Mm-hmm. If you don't like it, that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. That's not that's not for us to choose. Yeah. Um. But maybe like a younger person, you know, like. Your little cousin or the the younger babysitter, they just kind of carry out your tasks. Yeah. Well, I just know uh, for my family, my mom was willing to come and help. And she was all of these doulas that we're going to talk more about. <laughs> and just all day long she was serving. And um, but but yeah, you're right. I know for, for my family, I was lucky that my mom would come and serve in all of these capacities. And she she would she did everything for my family. But I totally get where you're coming from, like family drama or just different cultural or or just expectations that this professionalism can make a a big impact in your ability to to heal. <laughs> and not yeah. all mom like my mother, she was there, but she never changed a diaper, she never made any food, she never did the dishes. So, you know, that what is really nice about a postpartum doula is you don't have to tell them how to do things and what to do. I mean, a quick little, this is how I like things done. Yes. But we know how to assess and see what you need so Mm -hmm. that you don't have to tell us. We can just provide it for you. Yeah. Yeah. When Typically when we go into the home, especially for a consultation, it's really cool. We'll just kind of like assess and say like, okay, you can set this thing up right here and this thing up right here and this is what's best Mm -hmm. here and let's do bedding here, blah, you know, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And the family goes, oh, really? We never even thought about that. Yeah, like, that's cool. Yeah, that's great. You don't yeah. have to think about it. That's, that's why you profession. hired us. Yeah, exactly. So some people think postpartum doulas are just coming in just to burp the baby and make a drink, right? Okay. But really, there's so much more. We actually, we're only going to hold the baby and care for the baby if the parents ask us to, that we're actually there more to support the parents and um, we're supporting them taking care of their baby. Yeah. So if they need meal prep or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. All right. How about a good morning doula? A good morning doula is just there to say, to step in when the (laughs) sunrise doula is, it's time for her to go or just sort of the mid morning time. Or the sunrise doula can become the good morning doula. You can have a longer shift, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. They can all be blended. Yeah. And I only named each one of these things so that it makes it more understandable and relatable. Well, for me, I I love this because um, for me, I would probably need a good morning doula because I'm just not. 
happy person in the morning. I need my <laughs> 20 go. minute rule, we call my family, um, to wake up. And so I would really value a good morning doula more than some of the other ones we we talk about. So when when you think, what do I need in my postpartum mm-hmm. care? You can be very specific with your doula, mm-hmm. your postpartum doula, and ask them for specific yeah. blocks of services. And I would say that this is the one that we that I do most often, where I come in around nine or ten a.m. and stay anywhere from two to three, maybe even four. And it's just this this is the best time of the day because so much can get done in that amount mm-hmm. of time. We can usually when I get there. Um, the, if the mother's breastfeeding, she'll be feeding the baby. If she's not, then it could be anything. Maybe I could feed the baby while she begins to start doing her self-care. Maybe it's a nap. Maybe it's a shower. Maybe she has a little work she needs to do. Maybe she wants to clean up a little bit. Sometimes, some of us, that's we really find value in healing and doing that ourselves. Oh, I loved it when people would just come home my baby so I could clean my right. kitchen. Yeah. Or even yeah. cook. Some some people yeah. are really into cooking. It's really healing for them mm-hmm. to prepare their own family's food. And so that's what we, it's hard to like describe exactly because yeah. we each try to family is literally yeah. very Every different. single family. Yeah, permission and every to, day. And every day is different. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so, but in that amount of time, we, of a, a parent can get a shower um, a walk, a phone call. We can get all the laundry done. We can get all the meals prepared for the day. And my foodie doula here, Donka. Oh, we'll actually, talk about that in yeah, a minute. We'll, we'll get to that. Like Donka's specialty <laughs> is food. She can prepare yeah. anything you need. Meals for the month, meals for the week, meals for the day, all the snacks, everything. Um, but uh, in addition to that, I mean, we're going to make sure that the parent gets to sit and eat the entire meal uninterrupted while we take care of the baby. And maybe the baby's um, eaten a couple times, mm-hmm. taking a couple naps. And we can help support the parents in whatever way they're trying to do these things, be it feeding or sleeping. Those are the, my, the top two things that people need yeah. help with. And, and we were literally, like when she's saying we're taking care of the baby, we are literally we'll them. carrying yeah. the baby if we're like... You know, washing the floor or what they would do if they had the energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. they just they just don't. They there. really need to rest. Like, and we need to respect that rest for a postpartum family. And it's not just the mom; it's the family. Mm-hmm. They need to go if they have a toddler. They need to go in the other room and lay down with that toddler and rest. If the partner is there, they need to go spend time with the partner. Something special I like to do uh, for the family is to allow them one night of freedom. It's three hours. They can go. The rules are they cannot keep their phones. They cannot talk about babies. They cannot talk about poop. (laughs) Or boobs. They cannot talk about finances. They just go out to a dinner. I will text them pictures of the baby. But they don't have their phones. Well, they can have... Yeah, they they're just not them. allowed to I mean, stress about it. Okay, got it. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. just not allowed to stress about it and like be looking at it constantly. Yeah. Um, but that's like a way to really reconnect with your partner. Yeah. And something really special. And I feel like that's something that I didn't have when I had my babies. It was so frowned upon. Like, oh my gosh, you went on a date? How your relationship changes you? so much when a baby comes. Like, really why is does. this not talked about more about how the the self-care of the relationship, the nurture of the relationship. Absolutely. And self-care, mm-hmm. this is what we 
This is what we push all the time is self-care. It's about the mother. It's really about the family. It's not yeah. just about the baby. It really isn't. Baby's wonderful. Baby's, baby's born. They're healthy. They're great. But now let's take care of the whole, the whole family. family. Let's yep. take care of the unit. And let's that's see if what we can get out of the newborn phase unscathed. Right. And <laughs> yeah. that's what the postpartum doula is. That's what we do is that we create that time. We hold the space for the family to do what they need to do, mm-hmm. to come together. And that that is my very favorite thing about being a postpartum doula is getting to watch families as they grow together and the, as they as they lean into love with each other. I actually love that about birth doulas too, being a birth doula and being there for a birth, which I don't do anymore. But uh, it's just the love that you see in a family when they experience these big life-changing events. And but it, at, for in, on the postpartum side, it's mm-hmm. just so amazing to when when we tell them, oh, well, I can come during the day, and if your partner has a day off, well, you guys can go for a walk together. You guys can go. Yeah, they're like for a day what? date for you what? know. Yeah, I can for go a little while. You can do that. And there, they just light up. They're I like, can go oh. eat lunch. Oh, now let's we talk about that. Let's talk about um, the self care level it takes to hire somebody so you can take a nap. Oh my gosh! Right, and the so nap many people doula. don't want to ask for help. <laughs> oh, the nap doula, midday. Nap. I just feel like Who if somebody's going to hold my baby, I got to get something done. Right. Well, I would like never take a nap. nap. You have to take no nope. nap. No, nope. that's nope. in order to heal. You must <laughs> no. sleep. I would have a big <laughs> problem paying somebody for me to sleep. I'm sorry. Just kidding. I'm just messing with you. But no, I, no, I actually would have a hard time. You're not the only one. You're not yeah. the only one. There's other people who feel I would that feel very like I needed way. to be productive. Okay. Yeah. So we would then, we would be okay with that, you know, but maybe your type of doula would be better to have at night. Well, no, I think it's the judgment too, because we have so much, we have so much stigma around what we should be doing after a baby comes. But I think that the doula just telling me, you know what, I really can just be here while you take a nap. Just even the permission. I don't think I've ever even thought to give myself permission to do that. Yeah, but that's that that yeah. is our role. Ultimately, is to give you permission to take care of yourself. Yeah. If it's Donka, she's gonna be like, "I'm taking the baby, and you're going to bed. Go to bed, baby. When you wake up, I'm there gonna will have be six food meals ready, ready. <laughs> and you'll be. Please go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Please go to sleep. Get out of my way. Go to sleep for thirty minutes at least. <laughs> How about and the even dinner? If you do don't nap. Even if you don't nap. Just you to can rest. Myself. You can. Oh, I would have no problem. Audio, <laughs> books, relaxations. You know, yeah. some audible. So dinner doulas. Oh, well. dinner doulas. Oh, that's my favorite. <laughs> yep, that's where we're just coming what? in. Like what four o'clock? I'd say it would be a good time to start prepping for dinner. Mm, yeah. We are going to prep dinner, make dinner, hold the baby while you eat the dinner. And then we're going to clean up. Oh, I was going to say, can you just come for the cleanup part? (laughs) Clean the kitchen. You will not lift a finger. We'll make all of the food for you. Oh my gosh, the food. Now, clean up. Do you have to have a newborn to hire a postpartum doula? Because this is starting to sound really weird. I mean, I I have four kids. So (laughs) technically, I am still postpartum. (laughs) You are always postpartum as long as you've had a kid, right? (laughs) If you don't don't mind paying our hourly rate, you you will come at any time. Got it. Typically, that pretty much be true. Typically, <laughs> agreed. Typically, well, uh, it's it's to t- uh, twelve weeks, zero to twelve weeks. Yeah, but that really depends. I so I feel very yeah. like it could 
there is no very open definition for so postpartum. So I've been reading a lot of articles about um, women who hit postpartum mood disorders, depression later. It can be any time in the like, first two years. I, I've, I, in the last week or so, I've seen four or five posts about women saying, I'm four months postpartum and I hit a wall. And is yep. this yep. normal? Yes, totally. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and, and I was going to add to that. So you're right. Typically it's about 12 weeks. The first three months is mm-hmm. considered postpartum. But if postpartum mood multiples. disorders can creep up literally at any time yeah. in the first two years. Multiples is another situation. What if, if it's multiples? Already... It's way further out. Yes, it could be six months. It could it could be whatever they need, honestly. And um, those postpartum mood disorders they can be already happening in pregnancy, mm-hmm. and they could be coming on really strong in the beginning, and mm-hmm. or they could come on a little bit later. And so I just want to tell. Women not to be afraid to reach out for help at any point in those first, yeah, the first yep. year particularly. The second year, I feel like you feel it would probably be called something else, not postpartum. Yeah, I know. Doula. I'm just playing. Okay, and then you've got your your bedtime doula that helps get all so, the. So, um, the the bedtime doula would come. So say so say you had a dinner doula. So we made the food, we cleaned up, you got to eat. And now it's getting close to bedtime. So now we help get the family to bed. So are you saying you could hire a different person for each part of these days? You could, or... You could. Typically, I, we I like dinner and out. a doula because that is your dinner. And then you have the nighttime doula together. So you have the... Um, you have the dinner doula and then like I said you do all the cleaning and everything and the family eats and now maybe they have a little time together just to be... And maybe that's probably while the doula's cleaning up and then it's bedtime. And so baby gets fed, parents go to bed, doula takes care of the baby through the night. And now that can happen in a lot of different ways, um, depending on what the family needs again. Um, Of course, if they're breastfeeding, we're going to bring the baby to um, the mom to breastfeed. Or maybe she just wants to sleep and pump in between. Mm -hmm. So if she does that, then she just... Still, she just gets to go to bed. She can wake up. We recommend at least four hours of sleep. If if you can get a four-hour chunk, you're going to make better milk. And not better milk. You're going to make more milk. Yeah. And um, we will we'll also we'll clean all the pumps. Yep. We'll clean everything. We'll have it ready and set up for you for the next feeding mm-hmm. or the next pump, like whatever yep. it is that you wow. need. And then all mom has to do is put the milk right outside her door. Yeah, and then take we come and get well. it. Milk and all the pump parps. Then I'm we like, come and get it. I'm seriously like, shut up baby. and take my money. <laughs> this is this come. is the, so you. Then we clean all the parts and then put it back there. This is there definitely a professional yeah. level position. Yeah. Because no, we know how to properly yeah. take care mm-hmm. of. And maybe they're not breastfeeding. Maybe they're bottle feeding. And so we know the WHO, the WHO recommendations on how to properly prepare formula in the safest way. And we're gonna know how to clean everything and. We do everything at the highest standard. I'm certified through um, CAPA, which is uh, Childbirth and Postpartum Professional Association. And we take those standards very, very very seriously. seriously. Yeah. And then your, so your overnight doula does all of the overnights and then and we prepares your breakfast and, and prepares coffee, your breakfast and, and then you start all over again with the morning doulas. Yep. Yeah. Very cool. And then we've got the foodie doula. Yeah. Yes. Tell us about the foodie doula. The foodie doula is great because this is like a new thing that we've just started to introduce. We actually just made this up. 
Okay, yeah. so it's completely legitimate. You can get a certification. No. <laughs> this is not. This is our own very own this thing is- that we made up because doula's specialty is food, and people need food so. And let's face it, I'm a new. I was a new mom at one time. You were. You yep. were. Who ate? Nobody. First well, I think ate. there's some lunch meat thrown at something. <laughs> no, I remember. Maybe some cheese was eaten. You know, maybe. like yeah. definitely. I think there were some apple slices if you were lucky. I think. I think mm. I, I would like. Them? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> if you kid, were lucky, they the were baby. sliced. I yeah. would. I would like a course on just how to <laughs> handle food and family, and self combo. For me, like yeah. that's a hard thing for me. I'm totally fine to do it for other people, but for myself, I just really struggle with that. And so that's where Donka comes in, and yeah, I I struggled. I with my first, I literally would wake up, and my husband would go, "Are you? Your lips are blue. Like you don't look well. Have you eaten?" And I'm like, "I think I had some water today, <laughs> and I mostly breastfed for the majority of the day." And I was just passing out. And when I got out of that phase, I was like, this is ridiculous. I need to be eating yeah. really healthy stuff. Regularly. Like, <laughs> I need to have, like, yeah. how my do- how my doula told me, you need nuts, you need this, you need jerkies. Yeah. All these little, so basic. <laughs> we just don't think about it. You kind of forget. It. It's that sleep deprivation. You no, just yeah. We just don't think about yeah. it. And we had so many... Um, you know, I had my first two kids in New York and we had like amazing chef friends that had restaurants in the city. And I was like, what do you do for like the healthiest people? They were like, bone broth, this, collagen, you know. Uh, so when you sit down with a client as a foodie doula role, you'll talk to them about what they what their priorities are in nutrition? Absolutely. Yeah. Because I mean, Absolutely. you could do vegan, you could do vegetarian, you could do gluten-free, gluten-free. I keto. Whatever you, whatever you want. You want vegan, keto, veggie, or just like you can't do applesauce all day long. Like it's nope. just not appropriate. You need healthy foods. If you've had a cesarean mm. section, you need hearty vegetables you need bone broth like you need that stuff to really replenish your body yeah it's really important it's critical actually Mm -hmm. it's not just like oh that's just like something that i want you need to eat that stuff to to replenish you to heal to feed your baby to fuel your breast milk supply i mean was it a quote i'm gonna botch this up so badly but the gist of the quote is um, you either pay for it now or you pay for it later. Oh, yeah. And I think that it's so much easier to, well, it's it's hard to like want to put money up front for something like this. But if you think if you can recover well, how much time and energy and money you'll save in the future. Without a doubt. With, Without yeah. a doubt. What I, what I tell clients a lot is that if you don't take care of yourself now, your kids will not remember what's happening to you in 20 years, right? Like if you're having uh, incontinence or you can't eat something or you have an allergy to something, they your kids will not remember that when they go off to college. Mm-hmm. You'll be the one paying for that. Mm. If you take care of it now, you take care of, like we take care of our bodies now, you'll be healthy for them always. Mm-hmm. And it's so important. And we have so many amazing 
you know, things that we can do now. There's there's medication, there's collagen, there's all the bones. Well, just there's, nutrition. The fact you can get blueberries any time of the year, guys, I, I'm still blown away by the fact you can get blueberries any time of the year. Like that's that's just been seriously. in the last decade that I've experienced that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, you can get in- great nutrition any time of the year. And I think um, if you're having a partner or family members that are struggling with valuing your, your postpartum and seeing this as an investment in your body, your baby, and the health of your family for long term, have them listen to this episode because I'm really, really even more convinced. I mean, I postpartum mental health is a is a big deal to me, but I'm seeing the nuance of this postpartum care, how it really impacts postpartum. Yeah, let's talk about how partners health. appreciate postpartum doulas. Because we uh, yeah. I mean, these, partner we, come home from a long day at work or whatever and they yeah. have to be responsible for the meal or it's it's nice to have that already. Yeah. How yeah. about how it's about coming done. home from a long day at work and having your partner be Feeling light and smiling and rested and well fed, and the meal's already on the table. Willing and to hug and kiss. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't touch me. Yeah. No. And, and, yeah, but you won't be like that. Exactly. You'll be, you'll be like, I'm so overtouched during the day. But with a postpartum doula, you would not be overtouched. Mm-hmm. Get a yeah. break. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yep. also, some things are done. Like, I think that's one thing that partners tend to really, really like is like, Walking in and seeing the house is set. The laundry is done. The dishes are done. I, I like that is- because as a partner, you don't want to come home and see your, your loved one suffering. And it's, you don't want to come home no. and see the family in chaos. That hurts. There's, yeah. a, there's guilt to that. There's, yeah. And what do you do? And often that will turn to like frustration. It's uh-huh. a challenge. You know? yeah. it's a and challenge. then it's, it's an added intensity where... And that's what we do. We ease this transition yeah. of having a newborn baby because it's hard. And no matter what, moms are not, or the the main caregiver is not just sitting around eating bonbons all day. No. You know, well, we do that anyway, don't we? <laughs> we probably yeah, do, but that's no not one. all we do. We're definitely, we're definitely working. No, just, like even just feeding your baby is so much work. Yes. You know, yeah. I mean, it's, it's cliche for the partner to come home and say, what did you do all day? But the first time it happened when my partner did do that, I was like, are you, are you bleeping serious? Really? Yeah. Like, yeah, I, get like, out of my face. I thought this only happens on the I Love Lucy show. Like I didn't realize that partners, like loving partners actually wondered what we did at home yeah. all day. But they actually have no idea. <laughs> they actually have no yeah. idea. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. we'll give them just a little <laughs> tiny bit of no, leeway no there because... <laughs> Because they have no idea. And even if they spent a day in our, their shoes, our shoes, it, you know, they yeah. will, they'll get a glimpse of it, but, and, and they will appreciate, they yeah. will appreciate you more. But still, I think it's just so hard to fully understand yeah. for the person who's not the main caregiver. Yeah. And this, this also goes into my belief that pain is just part of life. Like things are hard to be human. It's just hard. Pain is, is expected. Suffering, however, I think that anything you can do to relieve suffering mm-hmm. is a big deal. Yeah. And that, that feeling of like some, some moms, some women, some parents, the main caregiver really feel like they are strapped to the couch or the chair that they're feeding their baby in. The whole day, all they can do is feed their baby, hold their baby, keep their baby from crying. Yeah. And so then the rest of the house gets, it's like an explosion. 
And it literally feels like you're drowning. Yeah. And so you're like, help somebody. And who do you ask for help? You ask your postpartum doula. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about the lifesaver. Lifesaver. Exactly. The the actual. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So let's talk about um, the training regimens. You mentioned Kappa before, but Mm -hmm. talk about the training a doula goes through to be a, a professional postpartum doula. Well, I'm so glad you asked that question because I happen to be a Kappa postpartum doula trainer. Weird. <laughs> um, so um, it's pretty extensive, I will say. There is, it's a two-day workshop and it's a full 16 hours. And um, we go, you go through this workshop and you walk away knowing everything you need to know to be the best postpartum doula. And that is all these things that we've talked about. And then we also talk a lot about communication and how how do you navigate some of the different cultural, um, the diversity there and um, just, there's just so much. I mean, yeah. two days packed full of information, every realm of the postpartum that you can imagine, um, starting with scope of practice and then going, and scope of practice is, this is what we can do. This is what we can't do. Mm-hmm. And then that helps us to have that guide so that, um, so that it creates a standard. Yeah. And then beyond that, it's, it's um, we, all the little things like this is what a postpartum mother is going through. Mm-hmm. This is, this is a newborn baby. This, <laughs> These here's are the a parts. newborn baby and here's its parts. Here's what it might look like, but then behavior and care. Newborn babies tell you so much you actually don't need to read any books. You just need to read your baby. Mm-hmm. So that a postpartum doula is trained in identifying newborn behavior. And so that we can help identify that for the parents. I was going to say, so is that within your scope of practice yes. to come to mom and say, hey, you know, this baby's acting this way. It's more you like. You might want to go check that out with a pediatrician. Well, or? that's absolutely yeah. what we would do. But, yeah. but even beyond that, like I talk, I watch babies with parents while they're sleeping or while they're awake and I can point out this, you see what they're doing right there? They're actually, they're making a lot of noise and it seems like they're awake, but they're actually not awake. This is light sleep. Oh, so if you just sit back and observe rather than go to baby thinking that there's, that it's time to wake up, you're going to find that your baby's going to sleep deeper and longer. Interesting. So you like, can kind of this educate means, the parent on parenting one on one. A lot of education mm-hmm. going on. So in the training, that's what we're doing. We're educating doulas on everything they need to know about the postpartum period. Well, it sounds like the training is also just the foundation, but you offer a lot of continuing education support, right? Oh, yeah. As the the trainer, I would would support all of my trainees until they're launched off onto their own business and don't need me anymore. And um, beyond that, Kappa as a whole definitely offers some amazing um, continuing education. And that's what we kind of pride ourselves on is – being cutting edge in the most current evidence-based information and that's how we care for our families. Yeah. And that's really cool. So where can where are these trainings done? Are they done online or in person? They're done they're definitely not online quite yet. They're in-person trainings. They you start with that and then you go on to Kappa Academy and you um and it's just like that part of it is online, but it's just like it gives you um, different different modules to work through. And um, there's a whole range of reading that you need to do. And um, there's you have to work with three families. And um, 
you get evaluations and you take a scope of practice test and you get yeah because postpartum doulas are not doctors so yes. they're not going to diagnose tongue ties or sleep disorders or nope. <laughs> no it's something yep. no you diagnosing can, you can say that i think this this may be the case and i will refer you to somebody else yeah or sure. i i yeah. would say um Similar or have to that, somebody look at that. I, I basically, I basically, when a parent comes to me with a question, a medical question, such as, we'll just say, I think my baby has a fever. What should I do? I would say, well, take your temperature, call your doctor, and that's always my go-to. My mm-hmm. go-to is always call your doctor, and when it's anything medical, I'm like, oh, that you know, here's here's what I know about that, but. I I really can't tell you what to do yeah, there, but exactly. I can tell you that this is something that I would call the doctor for. Yeah, very cool. So what does it cost to be trained? Oh, no, actually, I have another question first before that. Um, so are these certified professionals? Like, is this a licensure or a certification? Certification. For training, okay. Mm-hmm. So these are not a license. Yeah, and so the training that I just described is how you become a certified postpartum doula through CAPA. And there's other... Uh, certifying organization. So when you're well. asking to hire a doula, you can ask the doula, are you certified mm-hmm. yes. or trained? Because the difference you between can. training is that you've gone through the course, but certification means that you've met the requirements of that certifi- certifying board. Yes. Honestly, I would say if you're looking to hire a doula, what I always tell my clients who are doing um, like a preemptive interview with me mm-hmm. is ask how many births have you been at? How many clients have you had? Like, I have a teaching certificate from CEA in New York. Mm-hmm. Nobody has ever asked me about that, and that took three years. Oh, to interesting. Nobody's ever asked me about that. They just say, how many babies have you seen born? Okay, 100. Wonderful. But they don't know what I did to get to those 100 babies. So in ask order, them what type of training yeah, they had. if you're and- going to hire whether it's a birth doula, a postpartum doula, a sleep professional, how many families have you worked with? Mm -hmm. Because that speaks volumes Mm -hmm. to what you have done. Yeah. And, you know, if you've, it doesn't matter what your certification is. If you have worked with 50 families, that is a ton. Yes, that is so much. That people have trusted you to bring you into their home and give them care in their private space like a lot of our job really requires like kind of like love and good energy mm-hmm. and it sounds really crunchy and whatever but if we come in and the family just is not feeling our energy we don't want to work with them mm-hmm. and they don't want to work with us and that's okay because it's for the benefit of the family to work with somebody who they really are like yeah, oh, so fi- that's the other piece of advice is find somebody that really gels. And if the first postpartum comes in and you just kind of feel prickly, um, find another Change postpartum. It. Absolutely. It's not. It's it's like if you if you were to go to any other professional and you felt prickly, you wouldn't like just the entire profession. You would just go find another salesperson Absolutely. or whatever. I love to say there is not one doula for every family, but there are lots of doulas for. All the families. Does that make sense? So you find the one that works best for yeah. you. So you, there's not one doula that's going to work for every single family, but there right. is a doula for every family. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it may not be me. It may not be 
and or, ask for referrals. Yeah, yeah. And we're and okay we, to give them. We're, we're a team. It's this, not comp. It's never competition. It's all about good I guess energy. I just it, the mind shift of of seeing this as a real profession. Like these are trained professionals. I don't know. There's just so much. Um, I don't even know the word, but people just don't believe that these are trained, that this should be a volunteer position. Do you know why I think they think that? Why? Is because they've never had one. Oh, If you had a postpartum doula come into your home (laughs) and take care of you and take care of you and your family, you would understand immediately that it's a profession. But I think that our society, it's not that it, that we devalue it, but I just don't think that we fully understand. I think we undervalue it. We undervalue it because we... we not we. Well, I as mean, a society. Yeah, not, definitely not you guys. Nobody in this room. Society, right. But, but you know, but it's like you'd hire a wedding planner and you expect the wedding planner to do stuff and there's not even training to be a wedding planner. What about a house cleaner? A house cleaner. Yeah. Right? How You're are gonna, they trained? Well, yeah, nobody even I don't asked. know how I like my bathrooms cleaned. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But, you know... The, we come from it takes a village. Yeah. But somehow we've shifted to do it do it yourself. And if you can't do it yourself, there's something wrong with you. Well, guess yep. what? You can't do it. Okay, I take it back. You can do it yourself. You're not going to do it as At well. At the expense of your mental health. And your, your physical health. health well, I mean, yeah. if it's going okay, then don't call postpartum doula. But if you need help, call a postpartum doula. Right. Yeah. And it's okay but if you need help. But what about just a little bit? Just a little bit. Yeah, of help. I've come and just done one overnight for a family, just because just the, to the, give them a break. And yeah, they the, go the first okay. Few days and then so let hard. me pull out the soapbox for a minute. Okay, if if somebody is <laughs> soapbox, do it moment. <laughs> if somebody is willing to give up their entire night or their weekend or their evening with their family, pay them a living wage. <laughs> Okay, so yes. box dead. <laughs> yes, I just, and we believe in that also. You know, so, so yeah. It's a valuable thing that we still, do. Still on my soapbox. Because so I really, them. one of my goals is to just raise the entire s- industry of, of birth professionals. Like when a when you have a Thank baby, you. you are a professional mother. You just gave birth. <laughs> and now you deserve to be surrounded by professionals. And if you can't pay them, then there are other ways. I mean, somehow you get... Yeah, anyway. One of our favorite things to do is to suggest to women, you know, baby you know shower. the old baby shower and will we well, do all the onesies, uh, the onesies that you will never use? Yeah. Instead right. of asking onesies. for onesies. Okay. Oh, this is the other thing. I had a friend that's uh, just got pregnant and she's like, we're just so worried about money. And I was like, oh, newborns are cheap. Have you heard of swaddling clothes? I mean, newborns are cheap. D- the don't get me started on teenagers because that's where I'm at right now, holy Hannah. But newborns are cheap. You actually don't need that many onesies or any of this crappy gear. Anything. You need a car seat for legality purposes and you need, need bottles diapers. or boobs and you need diapers. And that's about it. Mm-hmm. Thank, yep. you for, thank you for saying boobs, by the way. Because <laughs> people are like, I need a bunch of bottles and this. and Bottles or boobs, well, whatever your preference. <laughs> still currently the president of the Utah Breastfeeding Coalition. So... Yeah. yeah, you just, just the boobs are yep. fine. Yep, yep, yep. And, and so just have people bring money towards a postpartum yeah. duel. Yeah, have have a postpartum mm-hmm. party. So I've heard of, a- of people asking at their baby shower for freezer meals. This is like level two. Freezer meals. Yeah. We have. <laughs> beyond that. We'll make, we'll make the freezer meals. Yes. But we'll do everything else too. Yeah. We have actually like um, 
like a printout that you can make that's like really pretty that you can just put on a clipboard at the baby shower. Oh yeah, that's neat. And it it without prices or anything, it just will say this is what your contribution will buy for your friend or cousin or Oh, whoever. I love that. And you just and it's like a little donation board and you just put like 25 like last month somebody donated $25. Well, the mom didn't have to know. Oh my it gosh, was that's such a good idea. And the cousin didn't have to let the mom know that it was $25. But that bought her a f- like an hour of free work from us. Yes. You know, like, wh- that's such yeah. a kind donation. And it doesn't, like, that's all she could give. She didn't have, it would have been $36 for the box of diapers. Yeah. But she spent 25 bucks. All good. Mom yep. was happy. Yep. Yeah. So. That's brilliant. Wow. So this has just been an excellent discussion, I think, on postpartum care in depth, what you can expect, how you can hire. Um, again, that website, just Google Kappa, C-A-P-P-A, to find a certified um, postpartum doula. You can also- um, You can go to Dona. Dona. as well. That's- do they do postpartum? Yes, that's where I know they I, do. That's who I'm certified. For. A birth doula is different than a postpartum doula. Sometimes they overlap; they'll do both services. But a birth doula, you call when you're in labor. They stay until the baby's born and stable. And a postpartum doula comes in after. Yeah, baby. and just for the record, Sierra and I will do both. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, awesome. So, um, what what is what is being a postpartum doula meant for you? Well. For me, I just get a lot of joy from the look on a parent's face when I arrive. First of all, just seeing where they're at, meeting them where they're at when I arrive. And then as they've gotten all the care that we've been able to provide throughout the day, the look on their face when we leave. Just the smile, (laughs) they're brighter. You can just feel how good they feel. And you walking away from that, walking away from a job well done and knowing that you helped that family and you, I was able to, to provide the care that they needed. Oh, it just, I can't really even explain the joy. I I literally feel high from it. I will drive away and I'm just, I'm beaming. I'm excited. I got to call Donka and tell her about it. I got to tell my husband all about it. And just, just this, seeing the look on this mom's face and her smile and just like, I could feel her gratitude just oozing out of her. Yeah. And like, that just feels so good to know that, that, that what I did helped her feel that way. Yeah. Very cool. How about you, Danka? Yeah. I, I honestly like, it almost brings me to tears because I think it's hard to come back to a family when they're, when they say like, why did you go away, mommy? And it's like, I helped another family so much. You don't understand. Yeah. And like Sierra said, that look on their face, they don't, I think the first time it's, it's always the first time that they, that we get hired and -hmm. then we go in and do something so basic as just like folding a blanket or putting away the kids toys or like taking the kid to the potty. Um, They don't, think that that's something that we do and we just do it authentically and naturally mm-hmm. that just that is just where we're at yeah and then when they you know when we come back they're like I wow why did you do that well that's just the norm that is just what we do that's what mm-hmm. we're trained to do that is our job and 
it's just it's a phenomenal feeling. So rewarding. It's a phenomenal feeling. So cool, feeling. giving so them rewarding. something they didn't know that they needed. Yeah. yeah. And when they realize yeah. they needed it and they got it and they're just like, oh. And they go, what the heck? And the, the fulfillment it gives you when you bring that home to your family, your children feel that. And I'm all about legacy. As women serve women and we're all having babies yeah. and we're we're working at the same time, I think it's really important that our children see um, that our, what we do fulfills us mm-hmm. so yeah. they can see that their mommy is Absolutely. happy and fulfilled and that. How have you served your community? Yeah. yeah. My little boy today, he was like, okay, mommy. I'm like, have a great day at school. And he's like, have a great day at work, mommy. I hope you have a lot of fun with your baby. Yeah, they have, he's got it. <laughs> they totally know. They totally yeah, they know. they totally. It's, it's, mm-hmm. It is a beautiful thing. Yeah. 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 I, got to, I was very fortunate to do a lunch with uh, my son and a family whose birth I attended Mm. two moms uh just this past week and he the baby boy just turned one. Oh, very neat and that was that is the part that like you just show up and you're like oh, i can't believe that i got to be yeah. a part of this like this is incredible yeah. i get to be it's in their true. home thank you for allowing oh i me know to do this. my babies like my because i often don't get called to every single birth um and but the babies of the families that are mine they're my babies i yeah. watch them like hawk on instagram and facebook like i want to watch my babies grow up like yeah. i feel this connection with these families this yeah. just goes forever like and it's you bond it's the <laughs> deepest honor to be yeah, allowed into yeah. the home and to be allowed to help in this way and it, yeah it, it, it really is yeah. do you know that my first birth and my first postpartum doula job kids babies They've graduated co- high school. They're in college so now. Let me do the math. That means you started as a doula when you were, what, two, two <laughs> three years old? <laughs> she was oh, six. Thanks, Sarah. She was six. You're going to start taking care of the next generation. That's I neat. know. I know. And it's just, it blows my mind to see them as adults now. And <laughs> that's just, really cool. It's really cool. I, I never thought about this part of it. Yeah. But. It is yeah. really cool. I think we fa- we change family trees with this work. Yeah. Well, and the clients always become close friends. Mm-hmm. Like, always, it's, always. It's I I can't describe that part either. It's just it's just a heart feeling. That's yeah. yeah. We just got mm-hmm. some we just got some cool um, reviews mm-hmm. from clients mm-hmm. um, just this past week, Sierra and I, and it's just to read it, you're just bawling. You're yeah. Like, oh. Because yeah. it's so heartfelt. And I didn't so do anything. True. I didn't do anything. Like, I just changed some diapers. I just came <laughs> over and just cleaned up. Like, yeah. well, I didn't do big anything. Deal. Big deal. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for all the work you do and for helping us have this discussion on thank the you nuances. So much for us. All of the gourmet postpartum doulas you can <laughs> order. It's a whole smorgasbord. <laughs> so, thank you so much. Oh, and how do thank people you, find Sarah. more about you guys specifically? You can go to my website. Uh, it's www.bud2blossom.com. And Donka? Yeah, and you can you can book me right there as well. Awesome. <laughs> thank you so yeah. much. All right. Yeah, thank you, thank Sarah. Thank you, Sarah, so Been much wonderful. for having us. Please visit us at birthcircle.com, join our Facebook groups, or find us on Instagram and Pinterest. We hope you'll use our resources to support your birthing experience.
And thank you to Launchpod Media, who produces these podcasts.